No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where the seeds that David sowed when he committed adultery with Bathsheba begin to come to fruition in his own family. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in 2 Samuel chapter 13 on Simply the Bible. God had forgiven David. Bathsheba gave birth to their second son, whom David named Solomon, meaning peace. God said that he loved this boy, but God's word would still come to pass. After David had committed adultery with Bathsheba and then tried to cover it up by killing her husband, Uriah, on the battlefield, the prophet Nathan told David, Now therefore the sword shall never depart from your house, because you have despised me and have taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your wife. Those were ominous words, and now they would begin to be fulfilled. We continue in 2 Samuel chapter 13. After this, Absalom, the son of David, had a lovely sister, whose name was Tamar, and Amnon, the son of David, loved her. Amnon was so distressed over his sister Tamar that he became sick, for she was a virgin. And it was improper for Amnon to do anything to her. Amnon was David's firstborn son by his wife Ahinoam. Absalom was his secondborn son by his wife Maacah. Absalom was handsome and his sister Tamar was beautiful. Amnon was lovesick, but it would probably be more correct to say that he was lust sick. He was distressed because he could not find a way to sleep with Tamar. It was improper for him to do anything to her. She was his half-sister. This was one of those shades of gray areas, for although the law was very specific about a man not having sexual relations with his sister, it didn't say anything specifically about a half-sister. Abraham had married his half-sister, Sarah. But in Amnon's mind, although his heart went after Tamar, she was unreachable, and there was nothing he could do about it. Verse 3, But Amnon had a friend whose name was Jonadab, the son of Shimea, David's brother. Now Jonadab was a very crafty man, and he said to him, Why are you, the king's son, becoming thinner day after day? Will you not tell me? Amnon said to him, I love Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. So Jonadab said to him, Lie down on your bed and pretend to be ill. And when your father comes to see you, say to him, Please let my sister Tamar come and give me food and prepare the food in my sight that I may see it and eat it from her hand. Jonadab was the kind of friend you would be better to do without. He was David's nephew, but he was a very crafty man. Now we have a church plant in Romania, so I have been there many times. The Romanians have an interesting word. It's called schmecker which means slick or cunning. I think that word aptly describes Jonadab. 
the Bible warns us in Psalm 1, not to walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Jonadab advised Amnon to lie down in his bed and then lie to his father David to get what he wanted. Then Amnon lay down and pretended to be ill. And when the king came to see him, Amnon said to the king, Please let Tamar, my sister, come and make a couple of cakes for me in my sight that I may eat from her hand. This request seemed innocent enough to David. And David sent home to Tamar, saying, Now go to your brother Amnon's house and prepare food for him. So Tamar went to her brother Amnon's house, and he was lying down. Then she took flour and kneaded it, made cakes in his sight, and baked the cakes. And she took the pan and placed them out before him, but he refused to eat. Then Amnon said, Have everyone go out from me. And they all went out from him. Then Amnon said to Tamar, Bring the food into the bedroom that I may eat from your hand. And Tamar took the cakes, which she had made, and brought them to Amnon, her brother, in the bedroom. One thing we could glean from this story is to beware of being alone with someone of the opposite sex. Before a person enters an illicit relationship, he almost always seeks time alone with the object of his desire. Amnon ordered everyone out and then lured Tamar into his bedroom. If only Tamar had immediately excused herself with the others. Now, when she had brought the cakes to him to eat, he took hold of her and said to her, Come, lie with me, my sister. But she answered him, No, my brother, do not force me, for no such thing should be done in Israel. Do not do this disgraceful thing. And I, where could I take my shame? And as for you, you would be like one of the fools in Israel. Now, therefore, please speak to the king, for he will not withhold me from you. However, he would not heed her voice, and being stronger than she, he forced her and lay with her. This was such a great tragedy for poor Tamar. It proves that what Amnon felt for her was lust and not love. You see, love seeks to give. Lust seeks to take. Love sacrifices itself. Lust demands its own way. Love is patient. Lust is impatient. Love respects a person's right to say no. Lust forces its own way. Love listens to good advice. Lust spurns good advice to satisfy itself. Tamar said, Please speak to the king, for he will not withhold me from you. Could it be that she was just buying time? It could be, but no one knows if David would have given her to Amnon or not. Then Amnon hated her exceedingly, so that the hatred with which he hated her was greater than the love with which he had loved her. And Amnon said to her, Arise, be gone. So she said to him, No, indeed, this evil of sending me away is worse than the other that you did to me. But he would not listen to her. Then he called his servant who attended him and said, Here, put this woman out away from me and bolt the door behind her. Now she had on a robe of many colors, for the king's virgin daughters wore such apparel. And his servant put her out and bolted the door behind her. Amnon's reaction after he had her 
proves even more that he had lusted for Tamar and not loved her. Lust that wrongfully takes what does not belong to it then experiences guilt. Amnon was guilty, and he knew it. But rather than blaming himself and even loathing himself for what he had done, he expressed hatred for Tamar and wanted nothing to do with her. Now, in Deuteronomy 22:28, Moses wrote, Suppose a man has intercourse with a young woman who is a virgin, but is not engaged to be married. If they are discovered, he must pay her father 50 pieces of silver. Then he must marry the young woman because he violated her and he may never divorce her as long as he lives. Now that Amnon had violated Tamar, he was disobeying the commandment of God in sending her away. And that's what Tamar meant when she said, this evil of sending me away is worse than the other that you did to me. But Amnon wouldn't listen to her. He had gotten what he wanted. Now he was done with his conquest and he wanted nothing else to do with her. He threw her out and locked the door. Love her and leave her was his attitude. He had stolen the most precious gift she could give to her future husband. Losing one's virginity outside of marriage was a great disgrace for a maiden in Israel. And the indication is that Tamar never recovered. Tamar's robe of many colors spoke of her special privilege as a princess. Truly, every daughter of King Jesus is a princess, dressed in a beautiful robe in the Lord's eyes. And her purity is her special gift from God and should be held onto tightly until it is given to the one who is worthy of it. Dear young woman, are you taking notes? Please allow me to give you a little fatherly advice. I am a father of a daughter and now a grandfather. I have been in ministry for 40 years. I can tell you that I've seen many young women lose their virginity for a young man who is unworthy and it breaks my heart. But more importantly, I believe it breaks the Lord's heart. She thinks, but he loves me. He's such a nice guy. He's so hot. He tells me all the right things. But if he is really worthy, then you can tell him that you aren't going to have sex with him or with anyone until you are married. If he is worthy, if he truly loves you, then he will wait. But if he won't wait, then he doesn't really love you. And you are mistaking lust for love. If you have to give sex to get love, then you are not truly getting love. Now, this is nothing new. It's been going on a long, long, long time. Don't give away your special gift to one who is unworthy. You are the Lord's princess. You wait upon him and follow his will for your life, and he will bring someone who is worthy in his time. You may think I'm old-fashioned and... Perhaps I am, but I'm telling you the old-fashioned gospel truth, and I would love to spare you much heartache. Then Tamar put ashes on her head and tore her robe of many colors that was on her and laid her hand on her head and went away crying bitterly. And Absalom, her brother, said to her, Has Amnon, your brother, been with you? But now hold your peace, my sister. He is your brother, do not take this thing to heart. So Tamar remained desolate in her brother Absalom's house. As I said, this is a tragic story. Absalom told Tamar to hold her peace, but 
Secretly, he began plotting revenge against Amnon. But poor Tamar was now a desolate woman, feeling spent and abused. But when King David heard of all these things, he was very angry. And Absalom spoke to his brother Amnon neither good nor bad, for Absalom hated Amnon because he had forced his sister Tamar. David was very angry when he heard of the matter, but he didn't do anything about it. Probably he thought, what can I do? I also committed sexual sin. What can I say? But that was not the right way to handle this. Truth is truth. Even though we as parents have a checkered past, we need to train our children in the way of the Lord. And it seems that David neglected training his children in the right way. He spared the rod in this case, and it would create great problems. His beautiful daughter Tamar was now desolate, and perhaps you feel desolate. Perhaps you feel like Tamar, having been abused or taken advantage of. Let me just tell you that we serve a God who restores what the locusts have eaten. And though Tamar had thrown ashes on her head as a sign of mourning, our Lord gives beauty for ashes to those who trust in Him. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. David was beginning to reap in his own family the sexual sin he had sown. Tomorrow we'll see where he also reaps murder. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of 2 Samuel on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible.